Hello, it is Friday, May 28th, Feel Good Friday from down here at the FanDuel Beach House in Tampa Bay, Florida. Can't thank you enough for choosing, or, you know, like, just making the decision. I don't know if you chose it. It might just happen naturally. It might just start it up. But whatever the case, the fact that you're listening right now, can't thank you enough for doing that. All right? There's a lot of things that can penetrate your ear holes. The fact you allow us to do so, I'm eternally grateful for. Now, today's show, a good feel-good day, good calls, good conversation, good things to talk about, and... That Hawaiian fantasy that Aaron Rodgers has been living in may be over with one punch in the mouth. Let's get to it. I got a spray tan this morning because Friday night smackdown is tonight. And my fashion choice for this evening required me not to be a pale, red-faced, Caucasian stooge. So I got a spray tan. It appears as if it is working. I'll be excited to watch this thing grow as the show goes on. one 833 mcafee for your phone calls. We got a lot of incredible things to talk about today. And joining us in studio, obviously, we got the Bugle Boys. What's going on? Toxic Table. How's it going? Ty and Connor. Very well. I appreciate you guys traveling down here every week. I understand it's not easy. Foxy and Zito are there. The boys are back in Indianapolis to hammer down. Boys, hockey talk, everybody. How you guys doing back there? Pretty good. Good. I think you look good, Pat. I wouldn't be too hard on yourself. Well, thank you, Diggs. Thank you for that, dude. And I do know this comes one day after AJ Hawk was trying to get you fired as host (laughs) of your show. And uh, I don't know exactly if there's any potential narrative behind the compliment, but I want to let you know I'm going to take it because I think you're a man who has a good sense of culture and fashion and look. No narrative, just a feel-good Friday, Pat. Hey, you're right, feel-good Friday. Hammer Down Boys will be live at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, youtube.com forward slash Hammer Down. That's D-A-H-N. I assume there's a lot of things to bet on this weekend. I have no idea truly about it. NHL season is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, but My joining us done. in studio every done. Friday, absolutely legendary human, host of the Man to Man podcast and also everything DB, played nine years in the NFL at corner, safety, nickel, you name it. Ladies and gentlemen, Darius Butler. Yeah, but it's always nice to get down here to Florida and, uh, you know, it feels like a piece of us in Florida is getting a chance to share time with Darius Butler, both on the microphone, off the microphone. It's great seeing you, pal. Great seeing you guys, too, man. Uh, I want to let you know that you and I have been on a story from the beginning, and that's Tim Tebow being signed to the Jaguars. Yeah. And the reason why we had been covering this so much is because it is Tim T- They didn't pay. Get One's good. <laughs> Get it out. I mean, one's enough. I mean, Jesus. They do a good job. They do that all over the table. It is delicious. Know that I would be drinking a Celsius right now if I could, but there's no Celsius in the... On the island we're on, no. mm-hmm. we did go to associates.com forward slash uh, buy dash locate, yeah. and mm-hmm. there's nothing here. We would have to travel across a bridge or two to get there, but we will do that eventually. But the Tim Tebow thing, Business-wise, we said this is this is what the NFL is, by the way. The NFL is a business, okay? Yep. It absolutely is a business. Uh, Tim Tebow made Urban Meyer millions, hey, millions of dollars. Um, so, you know, a little payback guy wants to do this. He's from Jacksonville. He's a legend in Jacksonville. I assume he sold like 10,000 jerseys day one of going into the NFL there and joining the Jaguars in the city, you know, that he was kind of king of there for a long time and I would assume still is. This seemed like the right move to make. Now we're getting footage of Tim Tebow, Darius Butler. Mm. Your thoughts after seeing him run a couple rots, block some people from uh, from OTAs here. Seems like he's getting after it. Looks like he has been lifting more 
more than Bibles, my friend. Yeah, he look he looks good. I haven't seen any, any uh footage. I've seen still pictures, but he looks in shape. Oh. Uh, I've heard Trevor talk about him, talking him up. You want to be around that guy, great locker room guy, like you said from the business standpoint. Uh, he was top five last time I was here. I don't know where he is now. Well, I think he was number one actually the last time you were there. I'd assume he's yeah, still one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah, was top five. five. Yeah, top five. <laughs> top five, top five. He is top that five, line, top five. Line, yeah. The whole, the whole thing mm-hmm. is him. And do we have any? Yeah, here it is. Oh. Look at him. All right, so let's go back to the beginning so we catch that thing. It's a little bit blurry. The camera is losing its mind. Ah, ah, a little push oh, off, wow. a stutter step. He he caught two touchdowns. Get your ass off me, Nate. Yeah, ah. get out of here. Oh. He caught two touchdowns yesterday in practice in OTAs. He dropped zero balls. I heard Ryan Clark this morning on first take oh, say, real, these real stats. This camera's continuing yeah. to get blurry. Real. Yeah, zero real, drops, two touchdowns? Zero drops, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Ryan Clark comes out and says... <laughs> And Ryan Clark seems to be a little bit of a uh, against the Tim Thibault getting signed to the Jaguars. And I have a lot of respect for Ryan Clark, obviously. Uh, but he was upset about the stat that he caught every ball because that's what he's supposed to do. He's a tight end. I just want to let you know. I don't think we knew he was a tight end yet, Ryan. He oh, is a tight yeah. end, no. Oh, yeah. He's catching every ball out there. Yeah. He's making moves. He's scoring touchdowns. He's selling merch. He's every. This is a home run for the Jags. He's doing everything we thought he would do. <laughs> He's checking off all the boxes. I'm just waiting for that uh that over under to change. It's still at twelve. Uh for yards, sixteen yeah. or something. No, it might have been twelve up? yards. Okay. It might have been twelve yards. That in that in route. I mean, Darius Leonard is gonna eat Tebow's lunch if Whoa. he steps on the same oh, field as the Colts. I think that's what Ryan Clark was referring to. He saw that clip and then he was like, Okay, all right. Yeah. So he uh, must be watching something else. Yeah, no, well, that's what I'm saying. Look how fast he gets out of that break. I mean let's, not talk, let's just talk about his pad level, first of all. Okay, okay he was okay. low. He was low on yeah. who was that? Who was that? You that said was right. I was Nank, you yeah, said that was Rob Nankovich. Yeah, Rob Nankovich is that pad. And he gets, look at the bend, you know. Just, yeah. The athletic right stuff. Okay. Okay. Now he's potentially getting washed right into the ground there. <laughs> but he is Tim Tebow. He's coming up, pushing him off. This is what, his third day yeah, playing yeah, tight end? Yeah, he's early, it's early, man. We're getting to see a fawn take its first steps here. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice tough. 3,000 days maybe. And then he'll be on like, okay, now this guy's a four-string tight end. What is your deal? I've been on the The team train until I saw this. This is so bad. There's no way. There's no way he's going to catch a pass in the NFL. If it's not a two-yard out route. The guy just learned how to put on gloves. Yeah. He just learned to put on gloves. He he doesn't get to use the, what are the ones that are like the uh, cutters? The cutters, He he has to use Nike because he's Nike guy. Imagine if he got to use cutters. Just wait until you see the, oh, he's going to start. Well, if he used cutters, then his hands would probably get ripped off from his body because they stuck to his gloves so well. Well, you're thinking. There's no way Tebow is going to be running down the seam. Catching touchdown passes. I was two. hoping for it. Caught two touchdowns. I, I was hoping for it. Yeah, on air. If, hey, and we don't know if it's on air. We don't know. Hey, Debo, we don't know if it's on air. Don't you Don't you even uh, buy into that. Without dude. defense, if they go out there and play a team with 11 guys who are air, then, hey, maybe Tebow's got a shot. <laughs> okay, so we covered Tebow. All right. That's a good start here. First nine minutes, we got Tebow done. We got the clip done for Tebow. That's great news. Um, we'll probably have to talk about this a lot more because – it does feel as if, especially going into this Memorial Day weekend, hey. Hey. long weekend for everybody, including us. You know, big time Coca-Cola 600 on Sunday on oh, yeah. Fox at six Ooh. o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a big weekend. I hope everybody enjoys themselves. But here on uh, here on this particular Friday, you know, the week before the June 1st deadline in the NFL contracts and really 
you know, nothing else happening. Julio is still there. You know, there, there's really only one thing that is different other than us getting some Tebow footage. You know what that is, Darius? Miles Teller got punched right in the fucking mouth. Allegedly. (laughs) There are reports now that Miles Teller, yes, Miles Teller, Kelly Teller, Shailene Woodley, Aaron Rodgers have been enjoying Hawaii to the 15th degree. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Jumping off of waterfalls, Mm -hmm. playing guitar, singing and dancing, throwing up the shakas. Okay, eating, having a good time, good trolling time. on the internet. Kelly um, Teller actually put out a tweet while, or put out the Instagram post while they were learning the Taylor Swift song or something. It said something about trolling the best or whatever, mm-hmm. okay? Then all of a sudden, Miles Teller yesterday posts another photo from them at a restaurant saying, uh, celebrating signing with the Packers. Cheers to signing with the Packers. It's like, okay, trolling again Troll here. Up. Trolling again. Like, did Aaron sign with the back? Did Miles Teller? Is this how Aaron said you can get? right you signed miles teller okay to play a little running back okay if that happens i do believe the uh white privilege conversation will (laughs) come to the forefront of conversations if that if miles teller was to get signed and that was what that tweet was alleging to i was excited for the fallout of that it was going to be big who knows what that seems like he was trolling a little bit and then all of a sudden we wake up this morning and tmz is reporting uh that miles teller uh, allegedly got punched right in the mouth at a restaurant in the bathroom. We can't guarantee that it is this. Yeah, by the way, we'll get to all of that. We cannot guarantee that the picture he posted from the restaurant is the restaurant, but I have a theory on how this potentially all came about. Miles Teller, Kelly Teller, posted a picture probably taken by Aaron Rodgers at a restaurant or Shailene Whether maybe, maybe it's the server, maybe they're having their own time, who knows, sitting out front of a restaurant right along the rail, seems to be wide open. He posts that, thinking he's going to troll <laughs> Packers fans or NFL fans. He then finds out quickly that that wasn't the only people that saw that. A wedding planner from Hawaii, Maui, is alleging that Miles Teller has owed him $60,000 since 2019. This is all the alleged story. He sees that photo. He goes, fuck, they're right there. His friend goes, hey, who's you just going to let him do it? He's going, hey, 60 grand the guy. He's like, no, no, we're going over there. Goes over there, sits down, waits for old Miles to have to go to the bathroom, which we all... He's going to have to go to the bathroom. That's right. Okay, we see him uh, partaking. Mm-hmm. He goes in the bathroom. They punch him right in the mouth. Now, is this Hawaii fairy tale life that they have been living going to continue, or is this thing abruptly end? Uh, Darius Butler, your first quick thoughts on Miles Teller getting punched right in the suck hole in Hawaii, in Maui, in a restaurant, hours or maybe even moments after posting him flexing, signing with the Packers. This is a wild time to be Miles Teller. I'd Pay assume. your damn debts. 60 grand. 60 grand is a lot of money, by the way. A lot of bread. Hey, punch in the head is something that could happen for 60 grand. There's other stuff that could happen with a 60 grand debt. I wonder if Miles saw the guy and was like, (laughs) oh, I owe you 60 grand. Or or did he not even know and just pow, right in the mouth. Oh, no, what are we doing? I thought I was jumping off waterfalls with Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley and my wife here. Wild time. You're a Packers fan, Mm -hmm. Ty Schmidt. We've covered this Hawaii trip in depth. Oh, yeah. Because... He did the Kenny Mayne interview from Hawaii. Yep. We saw how happy he was in that interview, how happy he was in life, how much he was enjoying Hawaii. We had heard rumors, and LaFleur had to do press conferences. We had heard rumors that they had tried to reach out, try to figure something out. Now that Miles Teller, who has been having the time of his life waiting for Top Gun 2 to come back yeah. out, he's been punching him out. Your thoughts, Ty Schmidt, on this whole thing? Well, like you said, uh, 
things are getting a little unsafe down there. So I'd hate it if, you know, but I really don't see any other way that Raj might have to book a ticket home, head back to Green Bay, and suit up at OTAs. Oh, you're saying, oh. hey, listen. Well, I just. We, we don't know what's. Who, who else does Miles Teller owe? Bingo. <laughs> who else does Miles. If, if the wedding planner is owed 60 grand, allegedly, this is all alleged. I was, by the way. My wife and I were trying to get married in Hawaii. Yeah. We love Hawaii. Hawaii is very much not a punch-in-the-mouth place, by the way. Hawaii is a place, as soon as you land there, it's actually just like, a, oh, this place is fucking awesome. Like, hey, here we go. Like, it's very relaxing. There's a, there's a, I, I, you know, you hear uh, The Rock talk about a mana, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A mana, yes. you know, and everything. It's like an aura, basically. It's like you arrive at this place that is just the best place on earth. The weather's awesome. The people are awesome. Miles Teller, you know, he gets punched in the mouth for owing 60 grand. I was going to get married over there. You have to. You don't have to, but I mean, it's very inefficient to use anybody but the local florists. Oh, yeah. Okay, the local food, the local entertainment, the local everything. Did Miles Teller just not pay anybody and thought he could just <laughs> skip back in there? Whoa. Because if it's sixty grand to the wedding planner, I couldn't even tell you what the floral is probably over there. I was staring at some budgets of what the floral was. Beautiful flowers, by the way. Oh yeah. Oh my God, the rain, the weather, the everything. The flowers are gorgeous. I was staring at some of those budgets. Miles Teller might have two or three left hooks coming back at him before he gets off that island. And this is, once again, to the point. I know we are all locked down and got pretty comfortable in our living rooms. <laughs> There's people out there that will still punch you right in the fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Miles Teller, I, I hope this is the last one. But, boy, you're right. Aaron needs to get out of there. He does. He What's does. he doing? Well, and like you said, I mean, 60K to the guy who's doing your suit. What if the caterer who you owe 250K shows up i mean i guess what he ain't gonna be punching you in the mouth no He's no no be doing a little something else but we talked about this we don't know if miles didn't pay anybody we don't we don't we know don't. if this is just somebody yeah. potentially popping off getting right. a shot at miles teller and could, saying oh he owes me he 60 owes me grand six, could six be piece. a packers fan uh, yeah who's just say. like hey listen asswipe all right enough you know, with the enough with the stir in the pot we talked about it before the show hey listen personal experience as a big 10 angler when you are trolling out there uh-huh Sometimes you're going to catch something you're not expecting or you don't want to find. In this case, a big right hand from a pissed off ooze. A, so, a I, fist fish yeah. was found on the other end of the line <laughs> while trolling for Miles Teller. Uh, we'll keep you updated on that entire thing. Uh, Darius Butler, Aaron Rodgers, a Green Bay Packer this year or not? It's looking more and more like he will be a Packer this year. He's going to take the first snap. You think so? Is it because of this punch in the face and you think this whole Hawaii fairy tale is going to end or do you think they're going to get kicked off the island? Like, I think Aaron's probably in very good standing with the island. Yeah. There's no way they, because Aaron, I, I assume everybody on the island is like, this is, hey, this is not Aaron Rodgers' fault. Okay, he's yeah, been right. playing our guitars. He's been singing. He's been jumping. He's been doing. He's he loves best. this place. He's the best. <laughs> they're probably not kicking him out, but I do wonder if, <laughs> now, there was a time in college where I, uh, I took a particular batch of mushrooms, okay? Ooh, here we go. All right. And, you know, when Bill Stewart became uh, the head coach for the West Virginia Mountaineers my senior year after Rich Rod went to Michigan or whatever, because Bill Stewart was so close with all the players, he knew, you know, like how we got around some of the potential tests, okay? So he enforced them 
differently. And I think he wanted to get a lot of people out of there that he wouldn't have had on scholarship and wanted to do this whole thing. But we could no longer sleep with the Visine bottle in between our legs with somebody else's piss, go in and take the thing and then just kind of get on and smoke all the dope we want to smoke. Okay, <laughs> right. that We can no longer do that anymore. He, he shut that whole thing down. So obviously, <laughs> being creative, you know, we immediately went into... Okay, mushrooms. You going to spinal tap? Hey, Bill, you going to spinal tap us? No? Okay, so we'll start trying out mushrooms a little bit. Not recommended for everybody, but I'm just saying, you know, that became potentially thing that we decided to try a few times. What the first so with th- the shrooms, you don't piss dirty? No, no, you have to spinal tap, actually. Uh-huh. Uh, the issue, though, with the mushrooms is uh, it can go one of two ways, okay? It's, it's going to make you 10x whatever you're feeling inside. So you have to have a brain whenever you're going in there. If you are potentially in a point of your life where you are not confident or having second guesses about yourself or maybe uncomfortable with people, you should not do hallucinogens. You should not do mushrooms because guess what? When you're in there, it's going to go 10x yeah. and you're going to be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And it's like you have to remember you're going to come down. Like, hey, you're going to come down. At some back. point, you're going to come down. But with that being said, I think from looking at their vacation trip over there with how much fun they've had, I was on this one mushroom trip in uh, college. I was having time in my life walking around Morgantown, walking in and out of parties. Everybody, it was the best day of, maybe the best night I've ever had in my life. Me and my roommate, I don't want to out him, but it was Reed. Okay. Oh. <laughs> we were walking, we were walking around. All right. We're just walking around having the best time. And I thought to myself, I'm like, I hope this never ends. You know, like I hope, I hope this never, this is the greatest feeling of all time. Like the body felt good. I was, everything was funny. Everywhere we walked in, it was just like celebrations. It was like, that never happened in Morgantown. There's always some shit you're going to run into. I was like, I hope this never ends. I hope this never, I think I'm going to do this forever. This is what I'm going to do forever. We need to find said farmer that got this mushroom from the cow shit. Mm -hmm. And we need everything they got over there. We need that particular type of cow shit mushroom every i'm gonna do this every single day and reed's like can't do that or whatever. I'm, like, I'm gonna do this every day this is, this is my new me by the way this is yeah. the new me this is what's gonna happen and then i woke up the next morning and obviously your dopamine is much different because you enjoyed it all the night before so you're mm-hmm. in a whole new it's like oh my god i wondered if that was potentially gonna happen with this hawaii trip because i assume there's a couple conversations over there with people who have enough money to do so where they're like why don't we just do this forever like hey why don't we just jump off these waterfalls, uh, sing, dance, have a great time? Why don't we just do this forever? We got the money to do it. And then all of a sudden, somebody gets punched in the fucking mouth. And it's like, oh, fairy tale's over. Here we go. Just woke up the next morning. Right the Every, yeah, there it is. Yeah, everybody has a plan, you know, until they get punched in the face. But it looked like they had a great time. I don't want that, this to discount how great of a trip that probably was, Darius, just because old Miles Teller had to eat a right from Oos there at the end of the whole thing. Looked like a vibe over there, man. Living, living their best life. I hope, I hope this didn't ruin it, man. Have pay you ever, your debts, man. Have you ever pay, pay your debts? <laughs> pay your debts. <laughs> pay your debts. By the way, Clyde Christensen, you still owe me 20 bucks. Ooh, come on, Clyde. Quarterback coach for a Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm in your city right now. You owe me 20 bucks. I made a putt in your office. We weren't betting for money at the time. It was just M&Ms, but we had a nice understanding that it was actually cash. And there's interest. You owe me twenty two fifty. Supposed to call Ooh, Uncle Jesse on the spot. Hey, I got a call from him, by the way, yesterday. It was awesome. Yeah. Uncle Jesse was the banker uh, in the facility. Mm-hmm. Uh what a gig. In-house bangers. The, the shit he's probably seen and the request he's had. Well, hey, uh, I'm down 10 grand in the locker room. <laughs> can you <laughs> please yeah. Can you please come yeah. down? And by the way, he, <laughs> Uncle Jesse, I got you. Here we go. Here we go. Come on down. Uh, and I believe Ursay also, that's the bank that Ursay uses on. Yeah. So Jesse has range. You know, Jesse is dealing with a lot of things, I'd assume. But he, uh, he, uh, <laughs> ah, the amount of stories. Have you ever gone on a trip, though? 
that you never want to come back from? I assume that there's a couple of trips that you've gone on in your life where you're like, this this would be awesome if this was every day. It's not. It never will be. But it would be awesome. You've taken a, a couple of good trips. I yeah. I mean, anytime. I mean, anytime you're on a on a good trip, island, water. Like you, you kind of get that feeling. You're there Music. three, four days. Like, damn, uh-huh. I really got to go back. But I know some guys. Um, one of my young guys actually, I went to college with. He played probably five or six years in the league, and then he just went, took his kid and his girl out to Costa Rica, just never came back. There, so some people do it. Hey, there are those people yeah. you meet at those resorts where the like, oh, I've worked here for like 17 years or whatever. Oh yeah, came down on a visit, yep. just never went back or whatever. It's like. <laughs> Good for you, man. I don't know how you do it. We've all had that thought. We have all had that thought on a vacation, and then you come back to the real world, and it's like, okay, here we go. I want to get back. Let's figure out how we get back there. I thought this was one potentially. You know, Aaron, AJ said there was no way Aaron retires. Right. No way ever retires. He's got a lot. He said that, by the way. He said, no, I'm not done or whatever. I'm going to do my thing. I could do both Jeopardy and that whole thing. I feel like I've been on a couple trips, both hallucinogen and vacation-wise, where I've been like, I want to do this forever. And I think Aaron has yeah. the capability to do things forever. Does I, w- I wouldn't say no way. I, I, I'll give it a 20% chance. That what? He retires. Oh, so at least you- 20, 25. Oh, it's He's made up. a bunch of money. Bunch of money. And bunch, you're out there you know, singing. I mean, and having. Smart as hell. Can do whatever the, whatever he really yeah. wants to do. He Jeopardy, can. they're saying 10. To, I didn't say this. Somebody said 10 to 20 million a year to host Jeopardy. And you live in L.A. Can't, He's got that house in the boom. To get to the yeah. postseason with Jeopardy as well. You know, I didn't think there was any. Ch- I, I didn't. I thought there was zero percent chance, and you know, AJ was largely because that I was just like, all right, there's just there's no way he's going to retire. But as we've kind of dragged on here and gone like started the summer, and he's been down in Hawaii, I have been like, ah, shit, he he actually might just say fuck it and be done. <laughs> I don't think he'll retire. Now I don't think remember so either, when he but- and I were talking. When he and I were talking, he made a before any of this stuff came out. It was when the Jeopardy was promoting Jeopardy. I think it was during yeah. his Jeopardy media run before it happened. He said, you know, a lot of people said, you made a dumb decision. He, and by the way, Aaron did follow along through that entire thing. And I had heard about him. Th- I heard, f- heard from him through that whole thing. Like, hey, good luck almost, you know. And he saw a lot of people bash me. He's like, it's worked out pretty good for you, right? And I'm like, yeah. And, and then the conversation just kind of went away. And then at night I was laying down and I was like, was he alluding? Hold is on. he? <laughs> is on. he? Like at night, I thought that, and then the next morning, I think that's when AJ was like, "There's no way." And I think he went on to Shailene's like Instagram, and it was yeah. like she, he's not, he's he's able to do both or whatever. But I, I mean, nowadays, dude. I mean, if he does it, there's so much money out there. Got to do it here. What's that on follow, this? Yeah, just follow up Vinny. Oh, Vinatieri. You know? There's no way that'll happen. <laughs> Vinatieri, by the way, I assume there's some people that are pissed off with how that whole thing went down. Oh yeah, I assume. And by the way, there was people at the Colts. I got texts from people at the Colts, yeah. people you know at the Colts, and they're like, hey, is this real? And I was like, what are you talking about? They're like, is this, we want to put out like quotes and stuff because we feel like, but is this Vinny just like, is this Vinny fucking with people? Or like, you know how Vinny works. Like, yeah. is, Vinny, is this Vinny just doing whatever? I'm like, oh, I have no idea. I was like, why don't you ask him? They're like, we have. He's not answered. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was like, so Vinny's, Vinny was starting to pot over at the Colts or whatever. And I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, that's on you to figure it out, you know. But the fact that Vinny is potentially fucking with the Colts, like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. You tell me. Hey, you tell me, pal. 
That's so funny to me. Even better if he comes back after doing that. It's hysterical. Everybody wanted me to retire. Yeah. I said I retired. Yeah. They're like, yeah, that's right. About time uh, they were celebrating me. I'm fucking back. That'd be such a Vinny move. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be such a Vinny move. No, I think Vinny was just messing with the one particular person that we were referring to, and that's Conti. Yeah, Conti. Oh, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. Conti. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Conti's the best. Hey, yeah, he's rock, everybody's rock, guy. Conti, yeah. The PR people at teams, and this is such a niche group of people that have no idea these people exist but these people have to deal with like they used to back in they just have to deal with the media and a couple players and a couple coaches right that's how it all used to be back in the day this person's doing a press conference these are the media people that are allowed to talk they'll tell the story if we need something broke this people do it now with social media just kind of becoming what it is and every player basically being his own entity and it's it being his whole thing this Conti guy was right there at his I think his dad was even in the game for a long time so he knows the NFL he's been around but he was like a a junior deputy assistant in this whole thing. And then he moved up and then he was the one that had to come. He was the one that had to talk to me every time there was an issue. Mm-hmm. And then it was always just like, uh, Hey man, listen, <laughs> listen, that's what he would always say. I know, listen, I know, but this is what I'm being, listen, this is what has to happen. No, tell them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that, Pat. I can't do that. Yeah. It's like, well, Conti, you, that's, you're, you're the arbitrator. That's your job. That's, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sending right back there. And it's like he had to do that with like almost every situation, everywhere at all times. And now he's, I think, the head guy. He deserves Yeah, you saw him climb all the way up the ladder. He's Shut the best, the dude. He's not an easy job at all trying to keep these billion dollar operations, you know. PR wise, in a because there's a lot of shit that happens. Oh yeah, cleaning up dice games in the locker room. Right, guys, can like you that. can you please fucking guys. not do that now? <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> guys, guys. There's a guy right here who just wrote that uh, all NFL players are the worst people of all time, and now he's standing there, and you guys just move the dice game just ten, <laughs> yeah. just ten feet out of the way. Hey, he came into our locker room, pal. That's right. Saw sanctuary, buddy. <laughs> Let's get to a break. The NFL is such an crazy world. That guy works in the NFL. There's a surgeon that works in the NFL. Banker. There's a banker. There's Hot Rod that works in the NFL. There's Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow is uh, back in the NFL. Easterby. I mean, it is just the <laughs> Easterby wow, is wow, in the, running an NFL. We'll talk about the Houston Texans, by the way. Coach Dave's got no <laughs> shot. No. That guy's got no shot, Coach Dave, down there. He's got no shot. But the range <laughs> of humans in the NFL business never gets talked about. The Colts PR guy, Conti's a good dude. Now he'll fuck us over sometime. Every once in a while. Because now uh-huh. we're in the media world, you know, and he does have to deal with us every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And I'll remember it. I won't forget it. <laughs> People go through many changes as we get older, isn't that right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. For men, one of the less fortunate changes is that testosterone production begins to naturally decrease in the body. Did you know this, AJ? I am aware. For most men, it begins around the age of 30 and testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. My Whoa. God. So if you live to 130, you ain't got shit left. No, no. minus 30. Well, if it starts around 30, this is one of those questions on a test where, you know, begins around 30 and the testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. So does it start at zero or does it start at 30? That's the thing. This is where That's they can get you. <laughs> one of them damn word problems this is one of those yeah. problems where you're like well wait a minute uh which can i ask a follow-up anyways i was good at those tests because i always viewed it as me versus the fucking teacher that's right okay 
I don't know what's going on, but this is me versus you. Fuck you. That's how I, that's how I view it. That's why friends at Roman have a new supplement designed to support testosterone production. I did not know this. They formulated their own supplements with transparent and scientifically backed ingredients. You hear this, AJ? Roman's mm-hmm. testosterone supplement is for anyone who wants to support their own body's natural function. They formulated their own blend with transparent and scientifically backed ingredients. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash USA. Their supplement contains vitamin D3, zinc, magnesium, mica, and ashwagandha in a unique blend designed by healthcare professionals that you can't get anywhere else. To learn more about these incredible ingredients, visit GetRoman.com slash USA. Roman is offering $15 off your first order and will deliver your supplements right to your door with free two-day shipping. When you go to GetRoman.com forward slash USA, get $15 off your first order plus free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman, G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N.com forward slash USA. That's good news. Let's try that stuff. Okay. I've been looking for that type of stuff. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Now we know. Hey, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Joining us now for the first time today on this Feel Good Friday, shout out to CBDMD from Columbus, Ohio. Well, actually, he's from Centerville, Ohio. Uh, now he's over in the Columbus area. Mm-hmm. He is an Ohio State legend. It says that on his license plate. Ladies and gentlemen, Super Bowl champion, A.J. Hawk. AJ, what's going on, pal? Is that Roback? Roback! Roback. That's a Roback! Hey, real quick. The Roback in my face. Same color. (laughs) Pretty similar (laughs) colors right now. Your face is actually much uh, darker than this shirt right now. Your face looks like it got a different spray tan than the rest of your body, especially your neck and your upper chest. Well, you got to remember, my face is a different color than the rest of my body. I'm Irish white. I, I do have a red face on it. So it is a little change. I, I will shower here in about an hour or two, and I will turn a completely different tone. But I am cooking right now. I am currently baking, and <laughs> I'm sure that it's only going to get more and more tan like the equator came down and kissed me itself but i'm excited to be here in tampa big news today though aj okay and it's not how good my tan is and how much of an ohio state legend you are it actually revolves around one of your best friends getting punched right in the mouth within the last 12 hours miles teller star of top gun 2 or whatever the hell it is alongside his wife kelly teller shailene woodley and other best friend of you aaron Rodgers, and my best friend as well uh gets punched in the mouth in the bathroom in maui over a wedding debt allegedly worth sixty thousand dollars from 2019 i laid out what i thought happened he posted this photo said i'm signing with the packers or whatever and then he's trolling they're having the time of their lives they're drinking whatever Oos, who's owed 60 grand for two years allegedly sink that they're right there wait for him to go to bathroom punch him in the mouth couple questions to you as somebody who's hung around miles teller on a regular basis in the past how's his jaw did he eat this you think or did he owe 60 grand did he know he owed 60 grand and is this whole hawaii vacation over now I mean, I I really don't have any idea. I would assume that my I assumed they got into like a, a full blown fight rolling around the restaurant when I heard he was punched in the uh, in the bathroom. I'm sure Miles wasn't going to back down. So there's got to be some Ooh. kind of footage. Yeah. Yeah. Right? 
There are some answers there. Uh, do you think Aaron was there? Do you think it was no, just? I don't think Aaron was even there. Why? You keep saying like Aaron. Don't you think if Aaron was there, this would be a bigger story, and there would people would talk about it. Oh, Aaron would. Aaron had to break him up or something. You would say. Well, he, would Aaron hear. didn't go to the bathroom with him, maybe, but maybe Aaron was at the restaurant. We don't know who took that photo. But the reason why we're talking about Aaron being there is because every other video and photo that has come from the tellers in Hawaii, <laughs> Aaron has been a part of it, pal. That that is why we. But I, you're right. I would assume if Aaron was there. Wedding planner doesn't punch Miles Teller because Aaron probably does a full, like, hey, what are we even doing here? Don't even worry about this. Let's figure this out. But I was going to have a wedding in Hawaii. I talked about this earlier. It's not just a wedding planner. There's floral. There's catering. There's uh, entertainment. There's space. What if Miles Teller just isn't paying any of his debts? What the hell is going on out there, Darius? I mean, my my, my question for AJ is, is uh, Aaron more of a, a break it up guy or a jump in there guy? That's a good question. I, I think, honestly, Aaron's definitely a jump in there. He's not scared to jump in if he's if he knows it. He's not going to jump in and try to jump in on a fight with someone he's an acquaintance with. But if he's friends with somebody, yeah, I'm sure he'll. Oh, he's not like scared it. to get in there. Well, so let's. Gotcha. Let, I don't know how close they are. Seems like they're very close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. But I don't think Aaron should be jumping in the middle of Oos and Miles Teller over sixty thousand <laughs> no, dollar no. debt. Okay, when there's a couple hundred million dollars probably right around <laughs> no. the corner of this Hawaiian trip, you know, just I. I like the fact that he's like, hey, I'm going to get in there, okay, and I'll mix it up or whatever, but I bet you Miles Teller would feel terrible at the end of the day. Hey, I'm sorry. I don't pay my fucking debts, and you lost out on a couple hundred million or whatever. I'm sorry about this whole Hawaiian vacation having to come to an end. Have you been invited out there? Are they just going to stay there forever? I've been on a couple trips uh, that I've had that happen. Do you think that's going to happen here? That they're just going to stay there? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they don't have any kids. (laughs) I don't know if Aaron's still there. He didn't have any kids. You don't have anything pulling you back, do you? Well, that's what I'm saying. I said this earlier. You told us there's no way Aaron 30%. retires. Okay? Hey, so that's, that's what we're talking up. about. He was up. at 20% earlier. I, I thought after our first conversation before Jeopardy aired, so this is a long time before all this kind of became the way, he said to me, you made a leap and people called you an idiot for it out of nowhere. You know, and I've always had respect for that or whatever. And I thought about it later. I'm like, oh, this guy's going to retire. He's going to host Jeopardy. He's going to get the job. He wants the job. They like the job. The ratings are up. He did well. I mean, he got better every single show. It's This is going to happen. He's he's in Hollywood now. He's got a house over there. He's doing the whole thing. He's he's a MVP. He's made a bunch of money. He's won a Super Bowl. He's a guy. In, in my head, that's how I operate, too. That's how I think. So, literally, I got to the conclusion, oh, he's that's what he's doing. He's retiring. Then I woke up the next day. Then I saw Shailene Woodley's IG where he was like, I can do both. I'm still going to play. You said there's no way he retires or whatever. I start seeing these Hawaiian trips. I want to let you know. It was not... It was not a hard thing for me to dive back into the mindset of, oh, this guy's fucking done with football. Even though I don't know Aaron like that, haven't talked to Aaron, I could see how you potentially enjoy the hell out of your life. You've made enough money. You've accomplished a lot. You've got other things that are available for you. 10 to $20 million a year, I've been told, is what they would pay to host Jeopardy, let alone anything else he would want to do, which venture capitalists, I assume he'll get into, other businesses, maybe other things. He might start his own companies, who knows, or maybe he just does nothing. I could, I could think how he could... You know, see how he could get into a spot where, you know, I'm going to retire. You don't think that at all, huh? You think football is still definitely happening, AJ? Yeah, I do. And, I mean, there's a reason Warren Buffett still works. There's 95-year-old billionaires that still work every day. Think about a guy like Aaron, type A, like driven, one of the most competitive guys on the planet. He knows. He just won the MVP. You think he's like, oh, Hawaii's pretty cool. This is nice. I'm just going to hang out here (laughs) for the rest of my my life. And also, his fiance 
is a working actress as well. So she's gonna she gonna shut her career down too. Like you you really think she wants to do that? Okay, listen, I understand that I'm maybe being a little bit dramatic and see how happy he is. Okay, over there, and I don't know Aaron as much as you though. So like that's something where I'm just guessing too. I'm just telling you by like. I cannot imagine him walking away when he knows how good he still is. Well, that's – and by the way, I kind of thought that about Vinatieri with his last season, how it went and how it wasn't great. I was like, there's no way. Like, until he says it – and I guess this is why everybody, I guess, it was such big news when he actually said it. But I thought there's no way. And then you hear, like, no, he was trying. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Adam Vinatieri was like, yeah, you're, I'm not going out like that. So I was like, okay, I did get the right read on my guy, but his body wasn't responding how he wanted it to. You saying, like, Aaron, there's no way Aaron is just going to be done. Like, that's not how he's driven. That means a lot, and that is probably exactly what you said the last time I assumed he was retiring, and I got completely out of it. Darius Butler, though, has gone from 20% to 30%. Are you back down now after hearing really close friends? one of his very close friends talk about him there still at 30 okay because like Vinny like you said he had a, a season that wasn't great so the competitor in him is like hey I got to get back out I can't go out like this I mean A-Rod just got an MVP so it's pretty nice to retire on top I will say you know yeah going out the most I mean, valuable not, player yeah it's not a Super Bowl but you sure. know I will say you know because the rest of your life now people are going to say is he coming back he can come back <laughs> for instance for me anytime somebody punts bad or kicks bad they're like Pat still got What's it. Get Pat still got it. Hey, this guy was Pro Bowl last year. He could still do it if he wanted to. For people will say that forever, by the way, until I'm the age <laughs> that people think I can no longer do it. And could I go make an NFL roster if I wanted to right now? Yes. I mean, that's something I could do. But there's never a thought like I'm going to go do it unless it's Tampa Bay Buccaneers and there's a chance maybe to kick and punt, you know. Ooh. For one game, okay. think about. Should we check on luck every three months? Exactly. Luck's coming back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what Aaron would get forever. Yeah. Aaron would be like, oh, hey, somebody needs to go to Malibu, court Aaron, get him on this roster. If he was on this roster, this team would be unbelievable. And it's like, Aaron's still jumping off waterfalls in Hawaii, pal. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. You're saying you don't see that from Aaron at all. No, I don't. I do not see him uh, just walking away. No. But I do think Brandon Jacobs should make a comeback, and I think the Jags should sign. <laughs> okay, so let's talk and about he should it. Play the, by the way, he said if someone needs to give me a chance, DN, whatever. Yeah, you can play DN, Brandon, but I want to hand you the ball a few times a game, too. I think <laughs> that guy. He's a monster. He's, where, uh, you played with him, you said? Played against him multiple times. Yeah, have fun tackling that dude. Yeah, well, by the way, I got a chance to play against one time. He was on the Niners, and uh, – he was so frustrated with what was going on. He went to hit his helmet off the bench, you see, uh, and he ended up throwing his helmet uh, 14 rows into the crowd at Lucas Oil. Okay? 14 rows. It was awesome. I've never seen anything like it. Everybody feared him. When him and Ahmad Bradshaw were in the backfield, that thunder-lightning combo for New York was awesome. And Ahmad Bradshaw, by the way, one of the coolest dudes to ever exist. Uh, very lucky to be his teammate sure. in Indianapolis. He was awesome. Brandon Jacobs, though, I like his take. I like his take. Tebow ain't more athletic than me, okay? <laughs> uh, somebody, If anybody wants to give me a shot, let's go ahead and do this thing. I'll be able to figure it out. But this happened. Uh, who was the wide receiver? Uh, Calvin Benjamin. Calvin Benjamin was like, yeah, fuck I'll go to tight end. Yeah. Okay. What if this does start happening where guys may be at their positions for whatever reason, it's not working anymore. And they're like, uh, you know, maybe I'll transition to another position. Now in the NFL, the best players are going to get on the field. You hope unless there's draft picks or contracts that get involved and there's politics and everything. But if a guy's get Brandon Jacobs can get out there and tackle the quarterback, 
There ain't a single coach on earth that would give a single fuck that he's a running back or old. Can he tackle yeah. a quarterback? Yeah. Get his ass out there. I like this whole thing, D-Bud. You coming back? You going to play a little bit? What are we going to do? D-Bud? Nah, I'm done. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I want him to get a shot if he wants one. I don't think he'll get one, though. Bree Jacob. What is he, 38? Is he 30? Yeah, he's older than he me. Look, yeah, he yeah. looks like a monster, but I mean, he's going to a completely different side of the ball, completely different position. Yeah, but that's yeah. logic. I mean, if he's going to come back, you're talking hey. about logic. Yeah, I mean, guys change positions all the time, like, you know, in their 20s. Or, why, though? Think about it, though, D, but if, if Brandon Jacobs wants to come back, why doesn't he come back as a running back? Why try to play a position you haven't played in? It's like one of the most technical things you have to yeah. work on every single day, like pass rush moves. You can do that. Cool, but we want to we want to have a few packages on offense too. If you make exactly, this and I don't fully understand how Tim Tebow, Tebow going to tight end is the direct equivalent to him playing defensive end. But I do like the thought that if Brandon Jacobs thinks he can do it, I think he can do it too. That's how yeah. I feel. Hey, right. and he needs he just needs to go to Robert Mathis. Okay, yeah. do like six seven months with Robert Mathis up there, a gridiron gang. Mm -hmm. Get it all down. See if he, he'll know if he's going to be able to get it or not with all the technical stuff. You're right though, by the way, the hand. The get off the stance. I mean, that's tough. It's very just to look natural, just to look like you're supposed to be there in your stance and everything, which I'm sure Brandon does look like, and he's definitely physically gifted and still works out a lot. But I mean, that's such a specialized position. Listen to two like outside rushers just have a conversation during the game, throughout the game, <laughs> and be like, "Oh, okay, this is not." They're not just trying to run up field and tackle the quarterback. Oh, they're playing yeah. chess as well. Oh, okay. They're some of the greatest athletes of all time. Uh, they're incredibly powerful. They have great discipline with their technique. And they're also playing chess. But by the way, Brandon Jacobs knows that. Right? Yeah. I mean, he knows that, I would assume. He's been around. If he thinks he can do it, I am not doubting him. But I do like the fact that he's like, I'm fucking more athletic than Tim Tebow. Okay, what are we? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like that. That's potentially a did narrative. To, uh, did uh, did people come after him? He had to shut his mouth after they showed the footage from yesterday's practice where Tebow just lit it up. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that footage? Lit it up, huh? Didn't you say he did zero drops, right? Two Trash. touchdowns, zero drops, and we saw him get off, hit a bag, and cut very quickly. Yeah, uh, are oh. they doing? Are they allowed to do seven on? I don't know. That's why I was asking D. But I, I think some teams are. Either, the Minnesota Vikings have them wearing soccer goalie helmets. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but oh, can I see that? You have a picture of that? I don't know why I haven't seen it. Look that. at that. Hey. Wow. Go back to pausing this, Zito. You know when to pause it. Good look luck. at that dip, dude. Oh, look at his shoulder. Oh. Look at the dip. That, the rip. That, assistant, that coach has no chance with that pad. No chance. The pad is a unfortunate spot to be in, and I've seen plenty of men get dumped on their asses because they weren't ready for it. I couldn't do it, by the way, so I'm not saying that I could do better, but that is a tough spot to be in when you just got Tim, Tebow, Keto, God running at you. Uh, look at that first get-off step. Yeah, that, 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 that looks bad. Well, it's paused, obviously. Oh, yeah, oh, he also just added 50 pounds of muscle. Yeah, what do you want from the guy? It's terrible. Look at that rip. <laughs> it's dip, terrible. Rip, good get and off. Boom, first down. Hey, did you see that leverage, AJ? There ain't nothing anybody could do to that. Hey, tie hit, tie hit it best. Boom, first down. That's all that matters. Move the chains. That's what Timmy does. Well, and he doesn't drop the ball? No. No. From Hasn't yet. Not, probably won't the whole time during OTAs. From C and Tebow, do you guys think Brandon Jacobs, without any training, could get by Tim Tebow or could Tim Tebow block Brandon Jacobs? That's my question Ooh. for you. Hey, Tim Is Tebow a, doesn't have to block Brandon Jacobs. Well, he doesn't. In this hypothetical, 
It's, you know, fourth I two. live in the hypothetical where all Tim Tebow does is catch touchdowns. Okay, yeah, but he's okay. a block. He's a running yeah, block. block. He's, a he's block. not blocking anybody. No. It, is, it is today. He's it potentially is a You're saying he's not getting off the line? Is that what you think? You're thinking he's getting a shot I, there? I'm saying, you know, they're, they're, they got a but There's five guys. There's a blitz coming. It's Jacobs and Tebow, one-on-one. Who's winning? Timeout. Trevor Lawrence has got to read that. He's yeah, got okay. that time Timeout. out. And then they go back with the same play, and it's getting it's Jacobs. Tim Tebow's going to have, okay, his technique dialed okay, right. in. So you're saying Jacobs is blowing Tim Tebow up without any training. Is this is this Brandon Jacobs post-Robert Mathis, pre-Robert Mathis? Uh, this Ooh. is pre. Right Rob, now? Yeah, right now, no training. Him off the off the couch. That photo that he posted, him <laughs> shredded huge. Dude who threw Strip his helmet set. 15 yards into Strip the goddamn set. stands. Is he blowing by Tim Tebow, <laughs> yes or no? At this point, Tim Tebow, I think, is taking an L in that particular yeah. case. Yeah. But that's not who we have to compare to. Is Brandon Jacobs able to do that to George Kittle? Is Brandon Jacobs ever able to do that to these other top tight ends? That's a real conversation. Okay. A- absolutely. And so, you know, right back at you, is Tim Tebow going to be able to do that to DeForest Buckner? You know? Well, DeForest Buckner's in the middle of the thing, so let's hope not. Let's but, hope not. But, but if he does get Quiddy Pay out there, I don't know how he's yeah. yeah. going to do with old Quiddy Pay, Von Miller, uh, Khalil Mack. The list goes on and on there. Right. He's not going to have to block him, though. He's no. in there. He's catching touchdowns and moving the chains. He's going to hey, tight why end you. Hey, why doesn't Brandon Jacobs come back as a tight end? I mean, we know he's athletic. He can handle the ball. Why, like, why not that? Yeah, why does he not want to be on offense, you think? I don't know. Because he wants to just, just wreck shop on D for a little bit. Yeah. I do... I, I'm more athletic than Tebow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no way there. had to throw that in there. There's a lot of people thinking that, by the way. You know, OGs who kind of maybe still got a little, you know, a little uh, athletic burst, you know, playing against their kids and knockout or whatever like you. And then all of a sudden Tebow's able to play baseball, football, another position. This mother, I ain't, I, I'm more athletic than Tim Tebow. <laughs> uh, what are we even? He's ready to go, though. Hey. Man. That looks like defense end. You don't think his get off is going to be good, AJ? So I, no, I do think it. I, I said he will. He he's he was a professional football player. He was a great running back and, and a giant dude. So yeah, he, it's not like he's gonna. It's gonna be completely foreign to him. By the way, Brandon Jacobs saying. Brandon Jacobs saying. I ain't wearing no short ass shorts the old motherfuckers are wearing nowadays. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, this ain't cool. that. I ain't it. I thought the same thing. I ain't it. I'm wearing these basketball shorts down to my shins because that's what we do. OG. OG around. <laughs> I don't know about those thighs, skies, out shit you guys are doing now. Everybody's rolling their shorts up, by the way. Soccer players started doing it. Mm-hmm. Now everybody in OTAs are starting to NBA. do it. NBA. NBA started yeah, to do it. I think the Hoopers started that. No, soccer players did. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. They had nobody. Those, nobody no. saw it though. Yeah, no, nobody. I don't know if the, the basketball players did not see. I'm the listen. I'm not <laughs> assuming that the NBA saw what the soccer players have been doing. But like Cristiano Ronaldo has been a thirst trap his entire life. He he has his. Oh, that's up. his thing. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like his thing. Yeah, but I love LeBron it. LeBron bought Liverpool, saw them doing it, and then brought it to the NBA. Oh, it's kind of like you know seeing soccer players with arm sleeves and then getting half of it done, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to finish it this probably maybe this season with the Euros or next year with the World Cup. I'll figure it out. He watched uh, the World Cup, saw all the players with uh, arm sleeves, mm-hmm. tatted sleeves, yeah. and he was like, I'm getting one of those tomorrow because Diggs is very much of what he's watching. He becomes. He has that cowboy hat on because he's Kevin Costner in Montana running a gangster family. That's what he's currently in right now. Uh. But at the time of the World Cup, because he was all the way in, he was – 
Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. Lionel Messi. He was every player over there had cool tats. Mm-hmm. And he scheduled appointments. He got the inside of his arm completely done. World Cup's ended. He's out. The outside of his arm's still not done uh, yet. So he needs the next World Cup to really come through. Yeah. He's going to be able to finish it off. It looks sweet, though, Diggs. It does. Thanks, Tom. man. I appreciate that. <laughs> Deepa <laughs> actually told me that's what he did with Italy. He was like, wow, the World Cup's amazing. Soccer players? Is that why exactly, you got it? Yeah, that's exactly why. Hey, that watch is really cool. How can I tap into the World Cup? When, when do I watch those games? Oh, we're not sure. I think uh, next, next November. Next November? But next listen, when it happens, it is all day. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is all day. It's like the Olympics. You're all in it. It's You're cheering for people. I don't even know if we're are we in this one. World Cup. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Holistic. We're back. We're one of the best teams in the, in the league this year. Oh, uh, we, we are in this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't know. We lost one of them. I know our women are usually good. I didn't, yeah, I think that good. was. Uh, yeah, the women have always won. They've dominated. Our men's team have uh, notoriously stunk. So, yeah. Till now. Till now. Now we got the guys. We got Let's the go. guys now. Got the ponies. Don't read into any of the atrocities that are being committed while they're building the stadiums for the World <laughs> Cup, though. That'll really put a damper on your day. A lot of deaths in that desert. We'll a lot of Where is it again? That's uh, in Qatar yep. and uh, Qatar. They, uh, they decided that they would put the World Cup, not because they got paid hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to do so by somebody in Qatar, uh, Qatar, uh, however, whatever you want, Q-A-T-A-R, but because it was the most reasonable place. This is what FIFA, it was the most reasonable place. I think average temperature, 135 degrees or (laughs) something like that. They had no stadiums built, none of them at all, but we got enough time. We'll just send people out there to build them. Everybody's dying out there building these stadiums. Oh, yeah. Heat stroke. That's why it's in uh, November. It's in December. It's in December. There you go. Because it's so goddamn hot, they got to do it during the winter. But it was because of them having the best facilities, right? And mm-hmm. Obviously, being the best place to host the World Cup, yes. not because of the embezzlement, greedy corporate fat cats up no. at FIFA making that decision. No, oh. beautiful stadium though, beautiful stadium. If you can get over the fact that you are playing on top of a mass grave, then it is, <laughs> it is a beautiful stadium. And what do we do? Do we watch to support? So that they didn't die in vain? Or do we not watch because there is bodies all over the floor? That's a great question. Hearing that it is in December, I'm probably not going to watch it. I like when it's in the the summer months. Football's on. Yeah. You got Euros in two weeks, boys. What are those? We don't care. This is America. (laughs) All day. 9 a.m., noon, 3 p.m., all day long. Who's playing? All the top European squad. Clear my schedule. Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) It's the World Cup for Europe. Yeah. Well, it doesn't sound like the world to me because America's winning the World Cup. And if we're not invited to their little European game, we're thankful for it because we want the war actually to get out of that fucking tournament. I'm not watching. I'm watching that. I'm not going to watch that because I'm going to stand with what went down. Not everything that went down, obviously, the more and more we learn. But the decision that was made that we don't. We don't mess with the queen anymore, okay? No. Mm-hmm. And that was just a decision that was made long ago. It didn't officially happen until years after 1776, but... Uh, I will. Are we going to make a lot of money off of that, Gumpy? Yes, sir. Okay, I will watch. I will watch. <laughs> if Gumpy's going to bet and knows, you feel good? Are those all the A teams over there? Yeah. So England, Germany, France is stacked this year. Mbappe, Benzema's back. Griezmann, they're loaded. What about Portugal? Okay. Portugal's still in it. Ronaldo could throw the him on his back one more time. They won the last one. What about Argentina? No, they ain't in it. They're in the Copa America. That's another tournament happening at the same time with Brazil. What the hell? So no so Messi? No Messi down. in this one coming up? No. He's in the Copa America. Yeah, no gotcha. Only- he quit that Argentinian team like five times, though, hasn't he? Yeah, every time he misses a penalty, he just retires. 
So it's not a bad move. I respect it. Let's go to Ross in New York. Ross, what's going on, pal? Hey, what's going on, man? Happy Friday. Um, Happy Friday to you too, Ross. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, just a question. Okay. When uh, you, as a former player, you hear your quarterback come out and say that they didn't know the playbook uh, very well, uh, how does that make you feel? And also, Pat, what are you going to do with your $20 million from AJ? Thank you, Ross. I will spend it on two houses. I've already sent him to <laughs> AJ. He knows what he's going to have to buy. They're very nice. I'm sure he's proud of it. Uh, Tua, rookie, said he didn't really understand the playbook in the reads and everything last year. It made him tentative. I don't think anybody who's judging a rookie quarterback for that. You're in Miami. What are your, what are your thoughts on that whole thing? I mean, yeah, that's, that's part of that's. That's not on him. That's not wild to expect. Mahomes came out after winning the MVP saying he still didn't know how to read defenses. So um, partly on the coaches, but uh, he's a young guy. He's got plenty of time to learn. Um, I think the rookie quarterback curve is something everybody expects. Peyton Manning threw the most interceptions in the history of the league his rookie year, and everybody was like, yeah, he still got it. Joe Burrow was dead a couple of times. They did not win a lot of games. He's like, yeah, he'll figure it out. I think it's just something that's understood. With Tua, there's a lot of other things. It's like, it maybe the playbook is the, the main problem, but I think he didn't think a lot of people were open that were open in the NFL standings, yeah. and he was gun-shy on throwing it. I think that's one thing, but maybe it's because he didn't know what the fuck was going on with the offense, which could also lead to all those other second-guessings. There is none of that with Luck. Like, when he came in, he was just so smart, he just kind of picked. He knew the offense better than everybody as soon as he got on the field. Yeah. <laughs> he made a check the first day of OTAs because he missed the first four weeks of OTAs or whatever because he was graduating in architectural engineering from Stanford or whatever, <laughs> so he had to do that. He showed up, made a, made a check to something that we had not covered yet and they actually had to stop and they were like we haven't got there yet okay he's like oh sorry you sent me the ipad like a day ago and I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah he, probably, he, he probably got the playbook a few weeks before the draft too yeah i would assume but, they already um, knew that yeah yeah he's a sharp sharp dude yeah, he had, a, offense he had an actual photographic memory. memory oh shit luck did yeah look at it that's why is that like can you sense. can you measure that somehow though well yeah, i think if you just look at it and he got it i think that's it <laughs> <laughs> Because I guess that, that was what happened. Like they would, they would show him something, and then he would just look at it. It was like, okay, it's over. Where Peyton, you know, like he had to, he had to like continue to like. There's two different ways of like I assume schooling and learning and everything. Are you a visual learner? Do you learn better by reading text? Like, yeah, what is it? Yeah, I'm a big reader. Like I like to see, not reader. I'm a big like I need to see it. I couldn't read a playbook and tell you what the fuck it is. I, I need to see it and write it out. I need to see it and write it like right hand write it out. Not even even typing it does help, but if I see it and I write it, or even if I reproduce it, like that's that's how I learn. You're yeah. fuck it. What? Hell yeah. Suck it from the office? No, you said reproduce it. Are you gonna fornicate? Yeah, like make a make a copy almost. I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. You guys had to do the thanks, the, thanks, Zeke. My boy Zeke. You guys had to do like the uh, quizzes, right? Where you had to draw in shit. Was yeah, that we, so we had um like night before the game? We'll have quizzes, certain checks that we need to know based off you know motions or shifts or something like that. But um, some people like everybody learns different. Some people you can. Meet, meet, PowerPoint, everything to death, but they don't get it until they do a walkthrough. The walkthrough is what all the coaches wanted, right? 
The walkthrough is like, coaches want that. Now with the Vikings, have we got these photos of the Vikings? The Minnesota Vikings have introduced soft pads, and they have these uh, helmets on that are goalkeeper from soccer helmets on Dalvin Cook here. Yeah, high schoolers. I see high schoolers wearing those in seven-on-seven. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Big seven-on-seven thing. Once again, started in soccer, I do believe. But huh. Peter Chach, they won't get credit for awful. it. They, they were, all in their, their OTAs, they have to wear these? Uh, I don't know if they – it looks like Dalvin Cook is smiling, which – I'm pretty thankful that the. I'm sure the Minnesota Vikings are pretty thankful that he's smiling about that because that is exactly what I think Darius talked about, AJ talked about, JC Treader talked about, and everybody that talked about these OTAs where it's supposed to be half speed and it's just walk through and all this. Whenever you add that helmet on, you got a little skeleton on, people are going to fly around. This is going to become a full speed practice where if there is an edge to be had to potentially look better on film to maybe get a job to support your family where there's only a certain amount of jobs, people are going to take it, people are going to go. I I like that this helmet's on. Dalvin Cook seems to enjoy that this is on. But this is a sign of like, oh, these practices are about to get a little bit more intense if they're thinking about this. Don't you think, Darius? Extra safety, man. I think it looks very stupid. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, if he's yeah. going to throw that on, just put on a helmet or like nothing. I mean, we're pro. We're not a practice. Like, we're not going to bump heads <laughs> in a walkthrough. Like, come on. What do you think here, AJ? I mean, I, coaches may like it better than just like wearing hats and having a walkthrough. May, they probably think it makes the players like dial in a little <laughs> bit more. But with how dumb those helmets look, I, I can't wait till the footage comes out of the first real fight during OTAs. Can you imagine two guys so pissed Ow. trying to like, like, how do you with that weird no face mask thing? Yeah, it's um, John McClain. Everything's changing. Die Hard, right? John McClain yes. was from Die Hard. This particular John McClain, though. Houston will die hard as a Houston Texans (laughs) coverage guy or media guy. He's the guy that breaks all the news out of Houston. Basically, I think he's been around a long time. He is not happy with the new rules they are enforcing at OTAs. John McClain put out a tweet this morning that said they were given a notebook with the players on there for media. No names, no numbers on anybody. So watching the practice, there's no names, there's no numbers, there's no nothing on anybody. They're keeping that thing locked down. Media doesn't doesn't need to know who's doing well. Casario, Easterby said only God can judge anybody anyways. Why do we have any numbers on anybody? I'm sure coaches are pumped about this. Coach Dave has been thrown right into a fucking fire every press conference he has. I wish the media would be a little bit nicer to him. Yeah. He said everybody is uh, participating in a Zoom call. Follow-up question. Everybody, including Deshaun? I'm not talking about Deshaun, obviously. <laughs> this, this guy is going into it. John McClain's not happy. That whole thing... With the media, and we talked about this with the Dallas Cowboys, the media and fans are allowed at their entire practices. Entire, they're allowed in the indoor facility. If you pay enough, you can get into the club, which is like a VIP area. You can watch their practices. I don't, that whole, a lot of people that I've encountered, if the media got to see nothing of practice and know nothing of what happened, they would be very happy about it. It's not good for the business, and it's not good for us, obviously, in the world we're in. But the whole keep the media uh, kind of blind to a lot of stuff in the fans and potential enemies and spies and however you want to view it, that is how everybody thinks. I would assume that Casario felt good making this rule about OTAs, so McLean be pissed off about. But other people are going to want to do this as well. This is kind of the old game of information is the king in this whole thing. And if you can keep info from anybody else, you're going to try to do so. But they're not the first ones to do this. I mean, the Patriots do that. They a lot of times they're wearing T-shirts. I know Mac Jones is wearing what number fifty. Yep. Are, so do they hand out rosters to like the Patriots beat writers with their their new guys in their weird old, like first numbers? I'm not sure, Darius. Though, like, was there anything? 
that you recognize or saw where people were trying to hide things from the media that would come in and the media would only come in in Indy for the first like period yeah. so it was very quick there's other places they're there for like half the practice I oh, guess yeah. like, stretch. How do you, they should only be there for stretch usually yeah how do you I'm even like, do anything with all that in there I, I don't yeah, know I, I mean you want you want it from a football standpoint is you want to keep as little out there as possible and uh, obviously Nick Nick Casario, new GM there. He's coming from New England. But um, there will be times during the season where it will be certain guys. Say I was injured and I wasn't going to practice, but I'll come out in my jersey and, and do stretch, do warm-ups, maybe do a little bit of indie, and then as soon as the media leaves, I'll go back in the training room. So the media said, oh, you know, so-and-so was on the field. A.J. Hawk was on the field practice, and he didn't really practice. I mean, they may put limited participants and some bullshit like that, but um, we used to call it the dog and pony show. So uh, everybody plays these little games. Um, you know, some teams, but some teams, like you said, they, they put all the information out. Of, yeah, we plan on doing this, that, the third, but um, not a good move from the football standpoint. Well, and by opinion. the way, you doing that, the reason why you're doing that is because if you're out, and this might have been when you were at Nickel or I don't know where you are, if they know D-Butt's out, like, the best nickel corner in the league at this point. It's like, okay, so if he's out, he's not practicing, we should set some things up to attack whoever's going in here. Like all that little information, it might sound so minuscule. And even in the background of a live report, you see there's people in buildings, (laughs) there's people in buildings watching all of that shit. It is, even that little piece of information, it's like, hey, I think we potentially, they said he was practicing, but we looked at he was he was kind of standing in the back, he had a thing on, like, like all that stuff, everybody, whatever it is to win a game. Yeah. Like that's why the question about, hey, Trevor, do you think you, Gardner, and uh, Tebow are going to be on the field at the same time? It's like, Trevor was very nice. Like, I hope so, or whatever. Ask like one of the coaches there. It's like, Mate, who the fuck knows? If it's going <laughs> to yeah. win us a game, okay, we'll do it. Like that whole thing of, like, it's just, it's fascinating how people think it operates and then how it actually does operate. It's like every advantage is trying to get taken advantage. Like every single thing is trying to get taken at this point. Well, and you're talking about the paranoia of the Colts coaches when like a plane or anything would even fly over the practice. <laughs> every, co- thinking, every coach. Yeah, every coach. Yeah. They'd be thinking Belichick's trying to, you know, see what's going on over there. It's like, what's that blimp doing? Is there a race in town? Why is that thing? Who's up? Ah, oh, fucking Ernie's up there. <laughs> yeah. Every coach, so you're right. There's not everywhere is like that. I think that is why the Cowboys maybe not enough paranoia, and they don't not even enough. know. Even like hotel rooms, you, you leave, you oh, leave, you leave playbook. a little printout or something in your yep. hotel room. You know, going out to eat. Patriots may have some housekeepers on staff. Oh, yeah. Chefs, when you eat down in the uh, the team eating area at a hotel or somewhere else or whatever, if there's a, normally a ballroom or a room, does it? We don't know where those chefs are at. You leave something on your table, they clean that up. I mean, there is. That yeah. shit is happening in the NFL, by the way. I don't want it you. Yeah. Hey, I, I told. I think I told you on the show before, Pat. There was we played a team, and their one of their very prominent players left his game plan in the locker, and our coaches got it, and yeah, like got a lot of the signals, different pre-check, like <laughs> all of this stuff they could use the next time we play. And by the way, they did. Their stories of coaches told me of them chasing down somebody's like. Um, Somebody's papers got blown, mm-hmm. and they like uh, got taken off or whatever. And somebody on the opposing team, who was on the sideline of a game, saw one of the sheets like get <laughs> blown somewhere, and they were like, "Hey, go get that!" And they like sprint down there, like grab it mid-game. They're like, uh, this "Damn, is, that is an whatever intel an intel gathering mission is something that happens a lot." That's why I think when Spygate happened, mm-hmm. and it all came out to be what it is, and there's more news rolling out about that. By the way, yeah, it, politics has made its way into my timeline again with <laughs> yeah. Spygate. D- Details being released now that weren't happening wow. then. I think you heard a lot of coaches and players like, okay, what they were doing was blatantly like 
you can't go that far, but if they can get people signals, they're going to try to do that at all costs. It's just like, you know, that's why I don't think you hear as many NFL players kind of shout out about everything the Patriots have done because they're like, we all got to make the play. You still have to execute. You still have to make the play, even if you know exactly what's coming. Well, let's get to a break here. Yeah, we're you the have Super Bowl, too. Like, well, you, know, you didn't win the Super Bowl during that Spygate year, so I was like, ah, who cares? They couldn't do it. Oh, so that's all that matters, just winning the Super Bowl. What about all the other teams that were fucking working their asses off, living everything how you're supposed to live, and they don't even make it to the Super Bowl? That's all that matters. Yeah, absolutely. Win the Super Bowl. Yeah, winning the Super Bowl is all that matters. Just win. But it is funny to think, like, oh, he's deflating balls. He's a fucking cheater. And there's, like, probably some quarterbacks are like, oh, let's not dig into this too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I don't care if that ball is looks like a raisin. Who cares? He still has to throw it. Yeah, you still have to throw it. still have to catch it. still have to dissect the defense. You know what I mean? He didn't, by the way, that game. Dequell picked him off. Yeah. That's right. Which is why this all happened. Dequell, by the way, freak athlete. So sorry to interrupt, but I want to let you know that if you're not gambling with FanDuel, you're wrong. Okay? FanDuel Sportsbook is available in uh, seven states, I believe, at this point. Uh, six, seven, eight. You get it. If you're not gambling with FanDuel Sportsbook, though, you're completely wrong. And if we're not in your state yet, we are coming to your state. We have better odds. We have a much easier to use app. The convenience is next level. The People at Fandle actually refund people when they shouldn't refund people, giving back hundreds of millions and millions of dollars to their users. Fandle Sportsbook is the best sportsbook going for a lot of reasons, most of them what I just said. Uh, we are very thankful for our partnership with FanDuel, obviously. You know, uh, there was a little bit of a miscommunication last week between myself and FanDuel. We worked that out. That's kind of how things operate whenever you're in a business relationship with each other. But even if we weren't in a business relationship with FanDuel, it'd be hard to say that we wouldn't use the FanDuel Sportsbook app. There are so many different ways to win. There's more things to bet on. Their boosts seem to always hit, which is just fucking themselves over time and time again. Uh, we love the hell out of FanDuel Sportsbook, and you will too. If you haven't used it yet, use it now. Also, there's fantasy on there, daily fantasy, and free-to-play games where you can win money. Shout out to FanDuel. Shout out to you. Let's get back to the show. I got a text, actually. Per my media source. Okay. Oh, shit. Because they had heard a conversation we had earlier about the Julio, Shane, and Sharp thing. Sure. Um. they did not know. Fox, Julio, nobody knew that that was happening. And uh, that is why we mm. have seen the actions out of Fox that we have seen with the content since it happened. It has not been reposted. It ended abruptly. There was no follow-up questions. There was no nothing on Fox. Everybody else has talked about it. They have not. So what does that mean in the grand scheme of things? That is my media source telling me that information. We, I still hold on a little bit of hope that Julio <laughs> knew about this whole thing. This is a wild trend to begin with, but whenever Julio has a new team, this will all be forgotten about, but it is insane to think about in this world that we're in right hey, now. Hey, wait, but Pat did, so Fox isn't re-airing it. They're not, are they not even talking about this? And ESPN's running the, they're, but they're running the clip, right? Uh, I don't think ESPN has run the clip. Not the clip. We have not run the clip either. We got a strike yesterday from the herd, by the way, on our clip. Come so, on. Classic move. For running that Alex Smith interview. We should have. I mean, they ask us for a lot of clips. We always give the okay, but like. Um, give the shout out. Yeah. yeah what do you mean you got a strike? What From who? From YouTube or them? 
They claimed it, gave us a strike, which, by the way, could happen. I mean, that is how this goes. I'll fucking remember it, though. Like, you know, like this is one of those <laughs> things like I will remember because I am the one that sees all the emails asking for, you know, potential clips and everything like that in other places. It's just, you know, I thought we had a, a free flowing thing, but it might have been because of the whole Julio coverage that we've done this week with Fox. And that's the herd and all that stuff. I'm not percent sure, but that's a bad scene. I guess they have tried to bury it as much as possible over at Fox. I assume Shannon's not exactly thrilled that this has gone the way it's gone either. I don't know. Maybe he is. I'm not sure. Darius, your thoughts? It's tough, man. It's tough. Tough situation. I'm going to leave it at that. Hey, Fox has got to be... Fox is in a weird spot because it brought a lot of attention and eyeballs to their shows. Huge news. But then it's for something where they don't... Are we in some legal issues here? We're talking to our lawyers. Like, how do we handle this? How... I guess a lot of it depends on how upset Julio is too, right? Dead. Well, and like our players going to be like, hey, let's go talk to Shannon Sharp about, you know, some sort of thing that I want have on my mind now. I don't know. <laughs> Shannon alongside Skip. I don't know if Shannon was always – I mean, Club Shay Shay, the podcast, was starting to really do well there. Obviously, I enjoy his interviews. I enjoy him on the show. That show is not revolved around guests, though. You no. know what I mean? So it's yeah. like I don't think it's that big of a deal. In the grand it, scheme of things, but, it won't be. It's just well, it's not much to talk about. No, you don't, until you, you, you until Shannon Sharp gets sentenced to 15 years in jail. Yeah, you, you have not heard the paralegals on Twitter, obviously, I D, haven't. but there's paralegals out there who have gone to a law school that say, hey, that's a two-consent two state over there. He could face jail so time. Goddamn well, you have to sue him or something? I think it's just... It's not happening. It's I don't know if the family or state of Julio has to sue or if it's just against the law. You just broke the law there. Like, you can't do what you just did there. Just a heads up. We are in Florida and it's a two-way consent. So, just keep AJ has mind. agreed. AJ has agreed to be mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Um, I, I consent. Thank you, Thank you AJ. <laughs> so does Patrick in Ohio. What's going on, Patrick? Oh, no. Uh, Z-Butt, Pat, boys, how you doing on this feel-good Friday? It was Zito. great. Thank you so much. And it's great to hear you, Patrick, in Ohio. What do you want to talk about, bub? Well, first off, I wanted to say uh, I'm not speaking for all the fans. I'm just speaking for the ones that count. I just wanted to say, fuck you, Jake. You know, we didn't deserve yesterday for him uh, complaining about being on hold for how long he was being on hold for. I appreciate you, Patrick. I appreciate you. He wants to complain. He needs to put down his pink dumbbells and go down to the nearest Starbucks and go get his soy latte with no foam and then go get his nails done and Stop being such a puss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Patrick, oh, for the call. Right, thank you for the call. Okay. He, he meant obviously very delicate and important to society. Whenever he said that word there, he did not mean anything else by that as if it was weak or anything like that. He meant very delicate and important to society. Ain't that right, AJ? Yeah, yeah. Soy lattes, I hear, are some of the, like, the... That's what the Vikings used to drink, I heard. Well, and macchiatos as well. Everything, mm-hmm. everything you kind of want after. Vikings. Let's go to Jay in Chicago. Jay, what's going on, man? Shout out to Patrick in Ohio. That's Ohio call. Yeah. That was an Ohio call, by the way. guy's awesome. What do you got, Jay? Hey, what's up, Patrick? Called last week. Big fan of the show, D-Butt. You. Uh, AJ, everybody, the boys. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, also bear down Zito, I forgot to say. If I'm Aaron Rodgers... I walk into Goody's office and say, hey, I'm fucking Aaron Rodgers. Without me, you guys would be Detroit for the past 25 years, okay? Uh You give me what I want, and if not, I got a sore sore shoulder. You got to still pay me my money. That's what you should do, AJ. Uh Have you told him to do that? 
No, I have not, but I definitely will. Uh, can Zeke, can you clip this? I want to send it to him. We'll, uh, you know, maybe I'll zoom with him and show him the clip. You might as well give him the Patrick from Ohio clip as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah true. You know, I don't know what he's, what type of soy latte is potentially over there in Hawaii, but after Miles Teller gets punched in the mouth in the bathroom at the restaurant you guys are at, I'm assuming there could be a little bit of a pick-me-up. I think Patrick in Ohio could do that for him. Let's go to Zach in Oregon. What's going on, Zach? Oh, uh, hey, 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 Pat, how's it going? I uh, got a question for you about uh, multi-sport athletes, MSAs. You yourself, great multi-sport athlete. Uh, LeBron James could have done uh, football, but he did basketball. I was just wondering if you think that potentially if he uh, would have tried hard enough and not focused on basketball, if potentially uh, you know, James, LeBron James could do a 900. Thank you. Uh, skate? Oh, yeah. skateboarding? Tony Hawk. Oh, Tony Hawk. Yeah. I mean, with how big... LeBron is probably get good momentum, okay, on that on that half pipe. Uh, Darius, with your extensive research on skateboarding, yep. do you think LeBron could do a Tony Hawk nine hundred or a kickflip if he had to? If he if if it's all he did with his entire life, kickflip for sure. Nine hundred is that like three sixty seven twenty like that? Yeah, yeah, three, yeah, yeah. Tony Hawk did it. Yeah, and that ain't nothing to sneeze at because when you're going up there, by the way, you're blind to what's behind you. That's right. And you're like 25, 30 feet in the air. You know what I mean? So like I used to play down. a video game, the Tony Hawk game. Hell yeah. That Underground. Was, that was one of my favorites back in the day, but uh, I don't know about a 900. It's a big some some a big body one. parts or some bodies aren't built to skateboard. Tony Hawk's the only guy to ever land the 900. Yeah. I mean, unless we're talking maybe Bob Burnquist, it ain't fucking happening. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Another skating legend. What about Sheckler, dude? Ryan Sheckler's out there. Sheckler fucking Sheckler's doing that. Oh, oh, shit. Sheck could do it. Sheck could definitely do that. What are you oh, talking about? No. No. Yeah. Rob Does it, I bet. Rob Derdeck could definitely do that. He's a street skater, okay? He ain't hitting the half pipe. If he needed to or wanted to. Hey, by the way, he's from Centerville. No, he's from... He's Rock. from Kettering, where I was born. Kettering, yeah. Kettering, yeah. He's from Ohio. He's an Ohio guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's obviously a lot of skate legends. Nobody's Tony Hawk out there. Shout but. out to Mikey Taylor. I had Mikey Taylor on the man. Shout out to Mikey uh, Taylor. Mikey uh, Deal, I believe. Thank you, um, let's go to Daniel in California. Maybe Bucky Lassick. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 900. It's tough. Daniel in California, where all the skaters live. What's going on, dude? Pat, AJ, Darius, the boys, feel good Friday. Thank you for having me on the show, everybody. Thanks for joining us, Daniel. Uh, what part of California are you in? Uh, I'm in Palm Springs. Ooh, Palm Springs, nice. California, Southern California. Nice. That's Marshall. where the Coachella is, right? I actually work right next to Coachella. Oh, yes, ah, nice. Okay, I was there once. Got trapped out in the middle of that desert for about five fucking hours. Yeah, it was <laughs> impossible to get back to L.A. because the traffic was insane. But good times, good people, Danny. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, it's pretty fucking miserable, but good times. It was. Um, it was yeah. very miserable, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I had a terrible time, but you're probably a good guy. What do you want to talk about? Hey, everybody gets stuck in it, so at least we're all miserable together. Yeah, um, bingo. Yeah, it is kind of. Uh, I feel like everybody. You know, it's my birthday today. Hey, uh, happy, happy birthday, birthday Daniel. Daniel! Thank you. Woo. Appreciate you guys. Uh, I was trying to find a way to feel good because I just got my new Penguin sweater, oh, and now hmm. I feel stupid wearing it. Yeah. But uh, what? what you know, which player? Uh, 87. Yeah, don't ever feel stupid wearing the greatest player of all time, Daniel. Happy birthday. You're welcome, says Sydney. Are the plant are the Panthers still on this thing? Done. Oh no. They lost oh. Tampa. Yeah, done. Good run. You know, I was driving We got a stud at gold. We got a stud in the net though. We need him. We're gonna try to get him. We're at Steelers, yeah, we're gonna try to steal him from your team because your team, you said earlier that there's nobody down there 
around where the Florida Panthers are playing, where you're walking out of the gas station, they're saying, go Panthers. Right? No. Nobody's doing that. No. We talked about that because Ty walked out of a gas station right down the road here in Tampa Bay and two people passed each other and he said, go Bolts. That's right. Go Bolts. And Darius was like, yeah, they ain't doing that down in Miami or whatever. You know what's very interesting? I saw Tampa Bay Lightning like um, flags flying on the back of cars all over the place here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they didn't do that in Florida. Florida has no idea. South Florida has no idea the Panthers exist. You know what I mean? They have no idea that that team exists. No. And Darius has no clue. If Darius wasn't such a big hockey guy, they wouldn't even know. They made the playoffs. Guess who didn't? The Detroit Red Wings. Oh, yeah. I yeah. all of that just to shoehorn that joke. Yeah. No, it wasn't a joke. No, joke. It's not a joke. It's real. This is a sports truth show. Mm-hmm. Florida Panthers have zero fans that know they exist in their home city. They made the playoffs. They lose to the reigning Stanley Cup champs, obviously, Tampa Bay. But nobody even knows they exist. They're in the playoffs. Yeah. Red Wings didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back there. I, I thought hockey was over, though. I thought we were done with hockey talk on this show. We are. We are. It's over. Is it? Big yeah, game. So is Miami Heat, by the way. You're fucking Shut dead. up, Fox. <laughs> yeah, the heat, the heat are done. Heat are dead. Oh, yeah. With the Man. Celtics. Your, your fan yeah, the Celtics done, too. Your fan hood's dead, too, yeah? No, absolutely not. You're going to we'll pull for the Lakers now? We'll be back next year. Um... I'm not, I, I like the players, man. I, I would like to see the Nets and the Lakers match up on the finals. Me too. I would like to see that. And by the way, that's outside, not NBA fans' perspective as well. Like, give me the three best players in the East <laughs> and give me it's gonna have the two, two best, best in the West yeah. and have them play against each other. That's what we all want to see. I assume Adam Silver wants to see that. With the Clippers, have they played since going down 0-2? Uh, no, they, they played tonight. Yeah. Yeah, they might just get... <laughs> they might sweat. Yeah, they're done. <laughs> And real G's moving silence like Giannis, and it seems like they're probably done as well. The, the Nets team, they scored 71 points, okay, in the first half against that Boston team, and they were fucking around. Yeah. Like, they are – this is, what, their 10th game together all season? They're only going to get better and better. Nets-Lakers should be a beautiful one, but I, I want to see the Nets win strictly because the Nets paid the most money, tried the hardest. <laughs> they wanted to win. I want them to win. That's what I think would be fair. Don't you, AJ? Yeah, that, that does seem to be the – the most fair situation. And also, this would be Steve Nash, his first year coaching, correct? And he just won a championship? Yep. Steve yep. Nash was brought into a white privilege conversation earlier by Stephen A. Smith when wow. talking about Tim Tebow, by the way. Because remember, when Steve Nash got that job, it was a big deal. It was a big deal that he got that job over others. Now, I don't know if any other coach could have been able to handle this year in that with a player. I think a player had to be kind of in there, somebody. And I'm not saying Steve Nash. I mean, if they win, he he was the right guy for the job. But with everything that was going on in the world, I think you had to have a guy who was a real player-oriented, team-oriented. Steve Nash has done a great job. Now, Phil Jackson's greatest coach of all time, right? He got to coach MJ, Kobe, and everybody. Steve Nash has... <laughs> a loaded team. Is that Steve Nash's fault? Or should we actually talk about how good of a coach he is? Because he had to keep it all together somehow. Right. I don't know. There's there's always like 10 different ways to talk about that whole thing. Managing those personalities. I mean, two-time MVP. You know, was a great point guard. I wasn't I wasn't upset that he got that job. But, I mean, to get those players, that was like Kerr and the job he got with uh, Golden State. Well, Nash was coaching with Kerr, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. yeah, he was coaching. Oh, he was like yeah. a consultant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kerr won his first year. First year is like a big thing, I feel like, for the NBA. The NBA is a big Ty thing. Ty win his first year? Yeah, LeBron. With LeBron yeah. Frank uh, Vogel with Nick, the Lakers. Yeah, Frank Vogel, Nick Nurse with the Raptors. By the way, Vogel had, Vogel had that Pacers squad going for a long time, and then they kicked his ass out of town. <laughs> now he's just going to win probably five or six with the Lakers <laughs> or whatever. Good for Frank. Congrats, yeah, Frank. Yeah. Good guy, by the way. Frank's a good guy, as is everybody else on that list. But, like, the um, I feel like managing egos – 
He's a big personality. You can say personality, but that's old school saying managing egos. Personalities, though, is a big deal. And it's not just egos, by the way. So personality is a much better way to describe it because there's probably some times where guys are maybe riding real lows instead of just real highs all the time. And that's a big part of the NBA. I think it's a big part of professional sports in general, and that's more position coaches as well. I think that's why Clyde is so good at what he does at Mm -hmm. quarterback position because he's able to, hey, this is what's going to be expected. This is what they're going to want. Let's go ahead and make that whole thing happen. But if you're... I think that's a a skill that is not something everybody has. And I think it kind of gets shit on a lot. It's like, if you can get the best out of the best people, like, you're also probably up there in the group of, like, who could be the best at what they do, you know? And there was a time this year where Kyrie Irving just, like, was basically radio silent for, like, two weeks, and everyone was asking Steve Nash, like, hey, what the hell's going on with your team? It's like, look, I am i don't know what's going on with Kyrie, but, like, I, I can just make do with what I have, and they were still, you know, a good yeah, team. And then going into playoffs, Kyrie said, basketball does not matter. No. Yeah. And Steve yeah. Nash is like, hey, listen, I understand, man. No, you got your mind on bigger things, but all we need – we need just 60 minutes right here. Just need you to pass. Do whatever the hell you want to do, mm-hmm. all right? And then afterwards, you want to save the world? We appreciate you for it. We just need you to show up. That's a skill in of itself as well. Yeah. Just like Tom Brady allowing uh, Bill Belichick or B.A. to chew him out. Like, yeah. that's a skill yeah. that people don't, you know, account or for. Or Pop. Like, Pop. Because there's different ways to do it. You saw Pop with Duncan and Parker and Ginobili down there with the Spurs. And then you got a guy like Kerr or should, uh, Phil Jackson who let Dennis Rodman go to Vegas for a few days because – Shit, it's Dennis Rodman, and that's how you can get the best out of him. So you got to be able to manage those personalities, manage those egos. That's the big – I think that's the thing that's not talked about enough. Who is the guy down in Miami? Eric Spoelstra. Oh, Spo, yeah. Spoelstra. Yeah, Yeah, Coach Spoelstra. (laughs) He was handed the Heatles. Yeah. Right? The Heatles. Spo's a good coach. (laughs) Yeah, he's a great coach. Yeah. Great coach. He won. Of course. He's crushing it right now. A couple times. He's still there. I saw him with my own eyes. (laughs) (laughs) My own fucking eyes. In an Indiana Pacer, Miami Heat playoff game, which happened like four straight years or three straight years, whatever it was. I was front row right behind the Heat's bench, okay? Didn't have my standard behind the hoop seat. Okay, I think Lil Wayne was at this game. Mm-hmm. Like, I got booted out of my seat for Lil Wayne, by the way, which is, hey, cool. I didn't pay for it, but I'll get it. I think it was Mike Epps, Lil Wayne, and somebody else was sitting there or whatever. And I was in front row right behind the Heat bench. There was a timeout called in the second half in a very pivotal time. <laughs> and he sat there with the dry erase board with the marker in the middle of the huddle and didn't move that thing one time. Didn't say one single word. It was strictly for the optics to make it look like he was doing something. And then at the end, they like hand in and they just went back out there. It was like... Were the players talking? or No, nobody was talking. <laughs> just sat. Everybody was quiet. Dwayne Wade was here. Braun was sitting down over here. I think Bosch was maybe standing up. He just sat there yeah. like this. It was like a scene out of a movie. And I'm like... Is he thinking? Is he thinking? That was the entire time out. Okay, see you later. How you doing? And Catch your breath. From that moment, I had lost a little bit of respect in old Spolstra's uh, coaching ability. But maybe at that point, he was like, I didn't have anything to fucking say. Well, yeah. uh, Good luck, Brian. We're playing like shit. Figure it out out there. You know, yeah. like it's just buying into the part, you know? I mean, when you got a guy like LeBron or James Harden, any of these guys, Chris Paul, like these guys can pretty much run the show. You know, it's on you to manage minutes. Like I said, through the week, personalities, things like that. But um, these guys, I mean, what's up with what's up with Chris Paul? He goes to new teams every year, puts them on the back, carries them to the playoffs. They win. Why? Why does he get kicked out everywhere? I don't he, know. It's a good question. He gets hurt in the playoffs. Like I feel like consistently every year. Yeah, but he takes yeah. a new team to the oh, playoffs yeah. every yeah. year, though. I, I, he's the head of the union, right? Isn't he? Yeah. Yep. 
Yep. Is him that and, why he gets I think kicked he out? He is of- ultra competitive, like almost to the point where like his teammates hate him. Like they respect the hell out of him, but like I think it's kind of like a Kobe thing where it's just like, fuck, this guy's a lot. Yeah. Because you can do that shit when you win chips. But if you're not winning. Yeah, like him and Harden in Houston, they were really good. Almost beat the Warriors. And then uh, he gets hurt and they end up losing. And then James Harden's like, hey, I don't really. He and I were mm, talking on a tee no. box, right? Didn't we talk on a tee box? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember, because the news broke that he was going to be in Space Jam, and he was like, where the fuck did you see that? (laughs) I actually said, congrats on your role in Space Jam, and he was like, where did you see that? I was like, it was a notification. He's like, these people. (laughs) (laughs) He was mad. That was our interaction. I thought I actually was going to get a good pop, like, hey, hey, here we go, and it was not. It was like a complete opposite. It was like, okay, this guy. But he did. He got loose Mm -hmm. as the round went on. Hey, did that come out? Is that the LeBron Space Jam? Did that movie come out? The trailer did. It's fucking way better than the first one. No, that's incredible. When's the last time you watched the first one? Come on, Darius. You know I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan first. is in this uh, second one as well. I watched right. The Last Dance, dude. I seen it. I got to go back and watch the first the one. The first one, unfortunately, it did does not one? hold no, up. No, that's not no, true. It does not. Jordan's in the second one, too, by the way. So LeBron needed him. No, it's a series, right? That's how movies do. You watch a lot of these things, isn't that how it works? Like in yeah, Star Wars, is that, that old fucking all of them or no? Everyone's yeah. that it would not be the original's plot at all and a new story. Just number two. Oh, so same name, different series you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's normal and movies. And they said, yeah, no Michael Jordan, and then now it's coming out. Who said he no Michael there. Jordan? LeBron himself. When? Mm. I don't know. Oh, he's making yeah, this up. Z just making Z. this up. I don't know. It's like the New York City blackout. There was a power out of JJ. You know that. I, I don't think any of us do know that actually. Uh, I'm not sure. I believe you, Z. Because we're in blackouts. We were told by Shrek. You watch Entourage? No. Ah, oh, jeez. That was one of those shows everybody talked about. I never got into it. You'd like it, T-Bot. Jump on in. T-Bot, you would like that show. Yeah. Give it a run. Is it one of those binge? Can I binge it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah? I think it does hold up to, I've been told. Okay. It does. Which seasons? Some people uh, say there's a few in there that don't. Watch through season five, then you can pretty much shit can it after that. <laughs> yeah, quite it, a money uh, grab late there. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, it does not hold up. What do you mean? Oh, I mean really? I've yeah, heard that from a few people. I the watched acting, it for the first time like two summers ago. The acting is so bad. The acting is so Sorry bad. It's not about the acting. It's about the story, dude. Yeah. Not yeah. Pibbin. You're not saying Pibbin is a bad actor, are you? No, you're no, saying no. Pibbin's that, great. There ain't no fucking way Vince was getting cast in a Martin Scorsese movie, Whoa. I think is what he's saying. Oh. And I, I, Jim Cameron. He was an Aquaman with Jim Cameron. Yeah. That ain't happening either. <laughs> Beat Spider-Man. So it doesn't hold up? I was told it does hold up. Foxy, you just watched it. You said it was good? Yeah, I loved it. But yeah, there are moments you watch it and you just have to laugh to yourself because it's just like, what the hell was that? Oh, it was terrible. (laughs) But I still loved it. Kind of just in a cheesy way. The Office, too. I never got into that one either. The original? or that one? The original. Everyone talks about it. With Ricky Gervais? No. No. Who it is. You don't know. With the guy from Anchorman. You don't know who (laughs) Ricky Gervais is? No. The dude from Angels, Stephen Carell, is that his name? Yeah. Hold on, no. Yeah, you don't right. you know, know Ricky. Dude, I know the black dude from the GIFs, the GIFs. Oh, hold on. Okay, 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 oh, okay cool. You, you'll enjoy the office. characters. You'll enjoy, the, the, you'll enjoy the office, okay? Okay. From Steve Carell, 40-year-old virgin as well. Yeah. He's, you will enjoy that. The creator, though, is a guy named Ricky Gervais. He's a British guy. Okay, he's a comedian. And he is one of the most hysterical humans walking this earth. You would love Ricky Gervais. So instead of watching The Office, what I'd like you to do is watch some of Ricky Gervais's stand-up on Netflix. Uh. And then you'll go ahead and get in a rabbit hole and you'll get a chance to experience this. This is going to be your new favorite comedian, I think. Let's do it. No. 
No, just nope. watch his watch his uh, Golden Globes yeah. hosting gigs. That's oh, where yeah. he's funny. That's, yeah, he's okay. opening monologue. Uh, Wait, so he wrote the Office? Yeah, he's the oh, okay. Yeah, he was the yeah. yeah, yeah, he was the. By the way, they, they, adapted, they brought it over here. Yeah, he like creates everything almost. This guy, just big brain. He's okay. very well, very rich, very rich. It's a part of this. And Hollywood hates him. It's Hollywood awesome. hates him. He hates uh, them. Yeah. He's that. he's uh, yeah. very religious. Oh yeah. Which religion? Uh, the one that doesn't believe in religion. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah. When we die, we're going in ground. Big fan of that. Afterlife. Loves animals. Yeah. Great I mean, show. The invention him. of lying. He created. I mean, there is any similarities with him and George Carlin? I don't know enough about George Carlin. I think. Oh, okay. I don't like know. Him. He's a very uh, Ricky Gervais is. I'm gonna check him out. He goes on the stage to stir shit. Yeah. Like he is, he's going out there staring it right down and does not care. Check him out. He's very, very, very good. The first thing that's happening after this is showing D, but that Golden Globes open monologue. Yeah, because yeah. that in itself will just kind of it's a good intro for you. Okay, we have some updates here from Tom Pelissero. Um, the Bills have given. Reed Ferguson, whose brother Blake Ferguson is the snapper for the Atlanta, Miami Dolphins, a $675,000 signing bonus as part of the three-year extension through 2024 that he signed today per source. The NFL's new highest-paid long snapper. Let's go, Reed. Hey, that Ferguson family is up-down quarterbacks perfection. They are very talented. Uh, Blake is at Miami. He was at uh, LSU, won a national championship down there. That is a position you have no idea exists until they fuck up. If you don't fuck up, you're around a long time. You make a lot of money. $675,000 signing bonus, though. Good for him. A lot of people are going to be pissed off about that, uh, that are fans. Like, why are we paying a long snap for that? It's because he could ruin your entire season with just one eighth of a second hanging on to the ball too long and snapping it over somebody's head. Insane position. I would never want to do it, but that is the one uh, that if you want to get your kids into it, and if they're great at not fucking up, they can make money forever doing. What, what do most, uh, are, long, are most long snappers in the NFL, were they D-linemen in college and high school? Tight ends. I think there's uh, I mean, Luke, Luke linebackers. Linebacker. Luke Rhodes was a Athletic linebacker. Too. Tom McMahon, like, kind of forced him into snapping, I think, on the side. Now he's the, now he's the guy. <laughs> that's a, hey, if you're a linebacker that's on the fringe, you know, you're a fringe guy, it's a long shot for you to make a roster, and they say, hey, let me take some snaps out of Get your ass over there, take yeah. some snaps. <laughs> you can be the backup long snapper. If you're the backup yeah, long yeah. snapper, the more you can do. Luke was the backup long snapper there for Jacob Tammy. He was our backup long snapper. He had a snap to me one game there for a bit. He was good. Tight end. Yeah, tight end. I yeah. Nick, I think Nick was a backup long snapper for the Patriots. Yep. Yep. He said he could pick up Tim Tebow and throw him on. <laughs> That's right. some scary shit when that long snapper gets hurt. <laughs> that changed the whole game. It was awesome. By the way, changing for both teams. Yeah. The other team's like, hey, the long snapper's out. Okay, are we going all out blitz mm-hmm. or are we going all out rush or are we sitting back because this punt is going to be terrible? <laughs> like, there's like, there's two different strategies because if go it's, for it. if you go for it, it's like, all right, it's going to be slow. Op time's going to be slow. There's no way that person knows how to block either. We can probably run some little games up here at the middle. Or do we sit back and let them just kind of let this whole thing fall apart? He might snap it over his own head here at the other time it's kind of both games there i only had one game jacob tammy justin snow we're playing against tampa i think it was the same game that eric foster ah yeah i hurt himself down there it was not cool that was that was a bad nasty uh leg stop down there 
Uh, Justin Snow covering. I think he got blindsided concussion. See him go into the thing. He's like, all right, he'll be back. All of a sudden, we get the ball. We have to – we get past the 50. It's like, okay, it's going to be a field goal. I guess he'll be back. Then all of a sudden, Jacob Tammy comes. He's on the offense. He's getting balls. He runs over on, like, first down or second down. He's like, hey, I got to get a couple here. Takes his gloves off. He literally just came off the field. Snapped a couple. He's like, yeah, you're good, dude. We go jogging on the field. It was – he nor I had a clue what was going to happen. <laughs> he was really good in practice, but it's a whole different ball game when it's in the game. He delivered a seed. Perfect. Ooh, nice. Bang. How you doing? Let's Gamer. keep it real. I did a full celebration behind him. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to snap again, I don't think, after that. But, yeah, it's a real – it's a game changer as soon as that happens. What would you say? Rush? I mean, go all out? And, yeah, I'm a big rush guy. Yeah, yeah. Blow right through him, block the punt. I'm yeah. a big, like, get somebody laying at the feet of the punter every single time mm-hmm. guy. Because yeah. I hate that. So Like, like guessing your mental? No, she's got to think about it. You just got to like, okay, I, I can't be. So, so it gets in your mental. No, nothing gets in my mental. It's a steel trap up here. Go ahead and look at the stats, especially towards the last four. Nothing really gets me, but it does make me think like, oh, these motherfuckers are bringing it. Okay, yeah. so yeah. I got to yeah, I don't mean it in a bad, like I'm saying you're able to overcome. No, but, but, yeah, but, you have to think about it. yeah, but the way you're saying it, it gets in your mental. It is a you negative connotation. No, it's fine. You said no, but I have to think about it. Yeah. Yeah, so but. It gets in your mental. Yeah. Yeah, but the way you guys are saying it is like in a it's negative. Like a quarterback. Yeah, you took it like you took it as a slight to you. Like you, you feel offended right now. <laughs> I do, yeah, because it did not. Because yeah. you did... had to bring up your stats and everything. I, I was giving it as a compliment. Like, no, you're able to overcome the thought. No, of, you hey, weren't. No, somebody's at my feet. That's not what you were saying. That's not what you're saying. It, it is. It is. We know. We know. It's okay. You're gonna be fine. You're oh, you get fun. that row back, <laughs> three quarter zip <laughs> on. Okay, no, you get no, that no. row back on. Support okay. The sponsors, man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just saying you're starting to, you know, get crazy. But, yeah, it did fuck with me, actually, a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I saw uh, Ed Reed, by the way. We were playing against uh, Baltimore there early. Greatest greatest punt Blocker rusher ever. Ever. Of, I think 40-some seconds, maybe a minute, something left. We're up, like, whatever, two, and it's a very close game, and we're punting. And I see him go put his hand down in the dirt. I'm like, well, he's not coming into Hold up. Yeah. That is not a hold up over there, yeah. okay? That is a Brahmin down in Houston. Then he went over to Philly. Anytime he was on, his head seemed to be this large. You guys this- had a nickname for him. I, used to, I, I didn't go to many special teams meetings, but <laughs> what was I went it? to enough to know the nickname. We call him he was Stallion. a guy, too. Wasn't he a good We call him the Stallion, yeah. Okay. Was that, was yeah, that a good name? The Stallion? Stallion. You look like a horse out there. You that's know, he's a, a he, good he was a stallion. Oh, that was, yeah. That was, that was not the nickname. Him. That was the nickname. Yeah, the stallion. Yeah. Well, D-Bot's yeah. saying something else. <laughs> <laughs> what it sounds like. That was the nickname. I'm not going to leak special hey, teams information. Hey, look at the stallion over there. Guy looks like an actual horse is running through. <laughs> oh, so it was a, a horse joke as for his head. It, was, it wasn't me. Sharp guy, kind of. Yeah, it was not that. Yeah, it was not it was that. Close. It don't even allude okay. to that. You call he him was horse like, head. No, no, no. Okay. No, we call him stallion. Okay. This kid's a stallion. And by the way, he used to twist his hair. He had long hair. He would twist his hair like a horse's oh, like a mane. mane would. It was unbelievable. The guy was a stallion. A stallion. Twisting his hair, massive dome. So it wasn't stallion. You guys had something <laughs> ruthless for this guy. Huh? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. No, we did not because he almost broke my leg. He yeah. blocked like three punts against us. There is nothing. I had... I had the utmost. So he was in your head? Brahmin? Yeah. He was in my yep. mentals. Brahmin was in my mentals. Well, hey, Pat, wouldn't. And not just speak. mine, by the way. The people who had to block him, apparently, he was in their mentals, too, because they forgot how to fucking do that every time he stepped <laughs> on the goddamn field. What's that, AJ? When you said people, you would put somebody at the punter's feet, don't you think that's key? Like, wouldn't you do that to the kicker as well? Every time have someone fall in front of him, because that, you absolutely have to think about that. Well, and the veterans, the veteran rushers, the edge rushers for field goals. 
they will always walk in front of the kicker. Like mm-hmm. all, even if they're nowhere near it, they will just walk in front of the kicker like every single time. And you, you see it on film where somebody's like rushing, they don't have the edge, and then OG will turn back around and like walk right in front of the kicker. You know, it's just like that little, oh, are they close? Okay, and then like ship. some people will yell, right? Ah! Yeah. And then I will have to like make sure Vinny knows like he's not even close. Not even close. You're not even. Yeah, I am. I will get the next one. Not even close. There's like a lot of that because Vinny, though, that would never happen. Right. That would never happen to Vinny. Vinny is never in there. But you can see how some guys like rush like, oh, no, this guy's mm-hmm. on. And Ed Reed, the first time I I thought about just catching the ball, throwing it. <laughs> hey. It's been a great week. Hope you enjoyed it as well. We got a long weekend ahead of us. We'll be back on Tuesday. Hope you have the greatest weekend of your entire life. To all the boys, thank you so much for your time. To all the guests, thank you for your conversation. And to you listeners, you're the fucking best, dude. All right? Hope you have a better weekend than everybody else on earth. Uh, We'll see you on Tuesday. Ty, please play some independent music and repel these people into the greatest Memorial Day weekend of all time. If you enjoyed the show, please be a friend, tell a friend. If not, fuck off. All right, see you Tuesday.